Hello and welcome to Rock and Talk with Dak, your podcast for any and all things music. Each week we're talking about something in the world of music, bands, albums, artwork, news, and reviews. Be sure to subscribe to the feed on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. You can check out Instagram for Song of the Day, head on over to Twitter to give feedback or just to say hi. I'm Dak, your host. Let's dive into today's episode. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm really starting to miss concerts now. We're well into summer now, and at this point in time, I think my first concert I had lined up was Sturgill Simpson back in April, and I bet I would have had a good five under my belt by now. But alas, thank you, COVID. That's not happening. Um, Yeah, so I got to thinking about it. I've been watching some live shows recently and thought... It'd be kind of fun to talk about concerts a little bit. I have, really haven't done that on the show because, well, concerts aren't happening. But, I don't know, just want to talk about it and got to thinking about it, watching a crowd. It was a, a Father John Misty concert, and actually watching the crowd kind of got me inspired by <laughs> by how terrible they were. So, it's like, you know what? What are some good etiquette? What's some good tips for going to a concert? So... I just I wrote down five I thought I'd share with you today just to kind of talk concerts and just have fun with it. Yeah, I've been missing them, so let's let's get into this list here. So, I mean, obviously the best place to start is, you know, figuring out when concerts and tours are going on and how to buy tickets and, and where to sit. So we'll, we'll talk about that real quick. So to find out uh, when tours are going on or con- concerts coming, uh, coming to your town or whatever... There's a few different resources that I have for you to use. Uh, the first one, uh, I know it's an app, and I think it's a website as well. It's called Bands in Town. So you go on, you create your little profile, add bands you like, where you live, that kind of stuff. And then you'll get notifications for, you know, so-and-so band just announced a new tour. Or, hey, this band announced a tour, they're coming to you. Hey, tickets go on sale in five days kind of stuff. So that's a really nice way. It's kind of a, a one-and-done deal. You get everything right there. So if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to, like me, take the time to just go to like every venue's website and look at stuff, and that's how you find out when concerts are going on, then Bands in Town is a great, great way for that to happen. Um, number two, I think this is the easiest, of course, is just social media. Follow your favorite bands. Follow your favorite venues, whatever. Follow them on social media. You're, I mean, that's probably the easiest way for you as you're scrolling on through Twitter or Instagram. Go through to see, like, oh, they announced a new show. They're doing this. That's the easiest thing for sure. And then I'm a madman, and I like taking the hard way around it all. So for me, and this is just something that's it's always in the back of my head, like concerts, concerts, concerts. Well, not this year, but any other regular year. I'm always thinking about concerts, and I bet a good, oh, I bet a good three days out of the week, if not more, I usually dedicate about 10, 15 minutes a day to just going through venue websites or, heck, even ticketing websites, and going through to find that kind of stuff out, and even if there's someone that I'm not really into seeing, I'll still, I'm going to know someone who does, and reach out to them like, I had no idea, I'm going to have to go to that now. I don't know why I've kind of become like... The concert dude, and everyone's just like, oh, shit, I didn't know that they were touring. It's like, I got you covered. <laughs> so th- those are my three ways. If you want to keep up on concerts and venues or, you know, tours, kind of that, that stuff going on, 
those are my my three takeaways uh, from that. Um, so that's more of a tip kind of thing. Um, getting into seating, you know, that's that's kind of personal. It, it really depends. I know my fiance. It has to be up front all the time at every show. Luckily for him, it's always uh, he listens to a lot of indie artists. So cheap tickets, and you're able to get up front. I mean, you can't really pass that up. Uh, I think the first concert I went to with with them was uh, The Kills. I don't know if any of you have heard of The Kills. Allison Mossart, she's worked with uh, Jack Black before, but they were phenomenal. So, speaking of which, <laughs> that, at that show. So, their guitarist, his name's Jamie. I don't remember, he's from the UK. I don't remember his last name. Um, but one, he, uh, leading up to that album and that tour, he had to relearn how to play guitar because the hand that he plays the or that he fingers with on the frets, he lost. I gotten in some sort of accident and lost uh, movement over his middle finger, which sad day for many reasons. <laughs> but uh, so so he had to relearn how to play guitar with his. You know, you're not really using the thumb. Uh, so he had to relearn how to play with just three fingers and sounded amazing. But anyway, I mean, it, for anyone who's seen a live show or concert movie or whatever. You know, guitarists and drummers, they'll throw sticks, they'll throw this and that out, out in the crowd. And we so happen to be up front. And, you know, I remember watching him th throw his hand, you know, throwing the pick out into the crowd. And I remember feeling something hit my nose, and I thought nothing of it. It was just like, oh, well, it's a concert. People throw shit all the time, so whatever. And getting into the next song, I don't know why I was beckoned to look at my arm and just the way that I was sitting, I kind of had my, uh, I had my arms crossed and one of my hands was open and I looked down and no shit. It was the guitar pick. And then I, <laughs> I had to, <laughs> I did the, the, the sly thing, like looking at everyone around me to see if they saw it and if like they were going to attack me for it. I was just like, oh, bitches, no, this is mine. <laughs> so super fun. I mean, the show was great. And then, like, if you're up front, then you get sticks. You get all sorts of random stuff like that. And I, of course, saved that pick and put it in the, uh, I think I just bought the CD of the album at the time and threw it in there and put it in storage. But just one of those fun little concert experiences. Um, so getting back to the main point of seating, that's, that's totally up to you. I know for most bands I listen to, they so happen to go to the larger venue, so I'm normally in seats because there's no way in hell I'm paying $300 to stand up front. That's the fun thing with indie artists and smaller venues. You pay $50, maybe $60, $70 at most for just seat, for standing or seating in general for a lot of those bands. And like, why not show up early and get up front? Especially if it's a band you love, go for it. So that's, yeah, that's kind of more user discretion but yeah yeah if, if and heck if you have three hundred dollars and want to go up front then do it because i tell you what last time i went and saw a rush i wish i would have just paid the money to either be up front or did the backstage thing with them so totally up to you getting into number two i call this showing some love at the start so and watching that father john misty concerts what got me inspired to to actually write about this because that crowd just sucked. <laughs> it was really sad, especially because, like, like any good artist watching this concert, I don't know what it was. It was Father John Misty at Capitol Theater. It was on YouTube, and I don't know when it premiered or whatever. It was done by Pitchfork, so if you want to watch it, go for it, just to see what I mean by this terrible crowd. 
But yeah, I'd be like any good artist. Father John Misty was putting a hundred and ten percent into his performance. It's because it's not just vocal. You're also giving a physical performance, especially if you're just the singer for a particular song. Chances are you're like with the microphone walking around doing some movements, or even in a bridge or something. You're kind of getting into it a little bit more. And Father John Misty was doing that. Like the father was doing great. The crowd was just kind of like eh, kind of bouncing back and forth, and there were a couple of people that were like Father John Misty, man. <laughs> but I don't know. Just watching the crowd, and that's part of that's part of the lure. The lure for me of live shows is the audience interaction too. This audience just sucked. So my thing at the beginning of a concert, and I think some people forget this. You, you're not only getting used to the band playing and kind of getting a feel for what they sound like live, but the band is also getting used to the crowd too and kind of feeding off of that energy and just kind of playing to that level. And I'll tell you what, it really does make a difference. And it's so fun, like uh, Collective Soul, uh, Eddie Rowland, he's their lead singer, he'll do this. He'll be like, don't be shy. Come on in. And he, he says this with his Southern drawl. I, I, I love it. He's from Georgia. Like, this is a rock show. All y'all can come up front. We're going to jam out tonight. Just don't, don't feel afraid <laughs> kind of thing. And and that's... I, I like that. Like, get up there. Get rocking out. Show the band some love in the beginning because the more you show that in the beginning, they're going to give you more. And then even though you're going to be tired as shit the next day, you're going to want to give right back into it if they're going to give you a great performance. It's a give and take. It's a two-way street. And I think sometimes people forget that. Uh, I I know some people will just walk into a concert and be like, Alrighty, I'm here for my show. Let's do this. <clears throat> that was a great show. Time to go home now. Like, <clears throat> boo on you, because that's no fun. So, show, show some love in the beginning. Put forth a little bit more effort, and this is the audience as a whole, and if, you can, if you're going to be the one person to be crazy in the beginning and get loud and get others to do it, by all means do it, because it is going to make your concert experience much more enjoyable. Usually, not always. But that's that's my other tip for you. Alrighty, number three. And this is kind of like what you're doing during the show. For me, during the show, and this may come down to a personal preference too, this is more like taking in the experience as it happens. I don't like to have my phone out much anymore. I used to, just because like, ooh, concerts are new and different to me, but I've been to so many now, and it's not like it, it's not that the experience of a concert is like diminished by any means because of that. But I just got to the point as an adult, like I'd much rather have my memories. Maybe that's just me. And, and, and don't get me wrong. There are times like I'll pull out my phone to record uh, two, maybe three songs. If I'm being honest, I bet, I bet at most it's two or three. And I know my brother and, and again, not to diss on him. I just know he tends to film many more songs than I do. And I don't. I just I like to be able to just sit there, watch what's going on, kind of take it in, and then I go home with those memories. And that's what I look back on more fondly. Because I'll t I'll tell you what, I I don't know if I ever have. I'm mean, once in a while if it pops up on like a Snapchat story, I'll rewatch some old concert footage I took. Other than that, if I'm thinking about a concert, I'm kind of going back into my memories of. What was this like for me? And what was that experience? What did it mean to me? I'm not really looking back at my phone going, Ooh, that's really cool. So that's probably a personal preference, but that's, that's how I approach, you know, what, what I'm doing during the live show. And I know there's some people like, 
that will come up with their cell phone. They'll be filming and then there's a, a message on their iPhone. So then the entire next song is messaging this person and it's, it's a vicious cycle. I try to just leave my phone away. It's like going to the movies in, in my eyes. It's I'm paying for an experience. I want to get my most the most money out of it. So that's what I'm going to do. And I mean, heck, even some bands. I, I just read a list recently. I know Jack White. I mean, probably the most prominent out of everyone. But there, there were a few others that have actually started to prohibit the use of cell phones at shows because, you know, people are just, you know, turning on their flashlights and blinding everyone else in the face or they're just so disconnected. And I'll tell you what, I, I can imagine, not that I've been in the position maybe one day, but like being up on stage and as a musician and you just see people that are just looking at their screens, which in turn is just watching the concert. I can imagine that can be a little disheartening, especially like you're out there putting your heart and soul into what you're doing for that night for that crowd and then it's just kind of i don't know maybe appears to fall on on deaf ears a little bit i'd imagine especially when people are just kind of not really engaged you know i i can get where where that would be annoying so i it sounds a little authoritative to me but i mean they're the ones putting on the show they're the ones working for their money so i guess they get a little bit of a say um, anyway, moving on to number four. Now, this is don't mosh pit where you shouldn't and don't push around rudely. And I'll expand on that. So my brother and I, we went to Iron Maiden a few years ago. Uh, Ghost opened up for them. That's when I started to really dig Ghost, and which is so funny. Like of all bands, I just me and my personality were to like. It's freaking Ghost. But anyway, Iron Maiden started playing God. And we were on the tail of tail end of, of their set list for sure and out of nowhere we sat on the lawn and we paid cheap I mean, we were what maybe $30 a ticket we're like let's go to lawn it's cheap we've seen Maiden before it'll still be fun it's live music and then a mosh pit forms it's nighttime. people are drunk people running around in a circle out of nowhere in the lawn and that's what I mean by don't mosh pit where you shouldn't because most bands that know that they're going to get that kind of mosh pit, or they're actually really good. I know Five Finger Death Punch does this, where they will actually go and block off, like in the general area, the stand-up area by the stage, they'll block off an area just for the mosh pit and then leave people who are paying to stand, who don't want to be part of that, have their own space. Because a mosh pits, especially at a Five Finger show, I haven't been, I know my brother and dad have, I'm sure it can get violent and ugly because people going to those kinds of shows just get stupid. And I, I get stupid too at shows, just not in a violent kind of way. What does that say about other people? I don't know. Um, anyway, so I, yeah, don't, don't mosh pit. Like it, it was so uncomfortable. My brother and I, we kind of inched back a little bit just to stay away. But to our dismay, like this pit just continued to grow. And I don't know what it was in that moment because i was trying to enjoy the live show i'm there for that first and foremost i don't want to be annoyed by the people around me and that's kind of that gets into my last point a little bit but i'll touch on that in just a bit so the circle keeps going and this girl runs into both of us and my brother and i we kind of topple on top of not just each other but the other people next to us we're all like colliding trying to enjoy the show and out of nowhere these people hit us i'm going to be honest i don't know if i've ever felt as much rage before as i did then because the who this girl who was very clearly lit and out of her mind, she 
I'm sure she just hopped in, started running in circles because she was drunk and didn't know what was going on. But I felt so much rage. I do kind of feel bad about it now. But I just, like, I grabbed, like, her back and just, like, shoved her right back into... And miraculously, she wound up on both legs still. I don't know how. Good for her. Good balance, even she's even though she's drunk. But I felt so much rage. I did. I pushed her with all of my force. And then my brother and I were just kind of pissed off anyway. I, I, we, I think we let the rest of the song play. We left early. I We weren't going to put up with that shit. So... Don't mosh it where you shouldn't. Long story short, because it's annoying for the people who don't want that. If you want to go be in a mosh pit, pay the price and go to the mosh pit because you're going to be around people that are like-minded and are going to enjoy it much more. I know for me, personally, and lots of others that I know, that is not our bag. Like, we're either going to sit or we're going to go to the lawn like old people, not that there's anything wrong with that, and stay away from that. But that's not what we want our concert experience to be. And, th- and then that gets me, and that carries us into the last point, respecting others. This may come as a shocker and a spoiler to some people, but you're not the only person at these concerts. I know that's a little bit weird, but there are hundreds or thousands, or depending on where you're at, tens of thousands of people also enjoying the same show that you are. So just keep that in mind. Respect others are, that are around you. If you have to push yourself up to the front, you're trying to find friends. I mean, I know it's loud, and you may have to, but yell, excuse me. I don't know why in my head that sounds better than just someone that's just like, you know, just pushing around, and then I get pissed off. Like, at least acknowledge that you're trying to be polite, and then I'll acknowledge that you're trying to be polite, I guess. Is that what I'm trying to say? (laughs) Um, Yeah, just respect others. You're not the only person that goes to a concert, and... We're all there to try to enjoy a show. I know, like, uh, Lady Gaga concerts, for example. Those are dance-heavy. Even people that are that have seats, they're dancing their asses off. And now I, I, I understand some people that go to their shows, they may not want that. So just keep in mind your, your the awareness of you to others. Don't get in people's bubbles. Don't Try not to go too crazy. No, it's it, 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 part of nature. If, like... <laughs> You're crowding thousands of people into the, some of these venues. It's going to happen. Someone's going to get in your bubble. I understand that. But when it becomes ob- obnoxious and ruins the experience for someone else, I think that's when you start to have a problem. So, anyway, that is, those are my kind of five concert etiquette tip-like things for you. Now, I, of course, realize we're not getting concerts anytime soon. Actually, I take that back. If you're over in Europe, there's a chance you may be getting concerts a heck of a lot sooner than we are here in the States. As a matter of fact, I know that's true. Uh, especially because I don't know when it's supposed to open. Maybe beginning of 2021? Maybe the end of this year? I don't know. Anyway, there's a venue in the UK that is specifically made for social distancing. And I have no idea what that looks like, but from the concept art that I remember seeing, they had like different... I don't know what you would call them, like a different stage for for people to, to be on, and then they have their own, like, in the spacings, like the stickers for staying six feet away from one another. I couldn't tell you exactly what it was. All I know is, is that the UK is getting a, spe- a very specific social, social distancing uh, venue, which is super cool. And, I mean, it's cool and scary because that may be the way of concerts for the next few years. I have no idea. 
Um, all I know is, is I can't wait for that to happen again. So, I, I mean, heck, here, even here in the States, just because... No offense, but some people that are going to these concerts are kind of stupid right now, because especially when you're not enforcing the guidelines of social distancing, and they get sick anyway and complain about it. But anyway, that is all I have for you wonderful people today. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment, uh, hit subscribe, drop a rating, or better yet, please spread the word. Tell a friend, and that helps a lot. And a huge thanks to your continued support. We did hit 400 downloads. We're over that now, so thank you. And remember, to seek something is to believe in its possibility. See you all next time. 